Ultra. Welcome to Disney Animation Minute Essentials, where we are finishing up Disney's The Little Mermaid one minute at a time. I'm Kestra Dorowski. I'm Andrew Dorowski. And today we are discussing Minute 80, which begins with the backgrounds and background supervisor showing up on the screen. And for, for the credits. For the right. credits, yes. And the break and it ends with the breakdown slash in-betweens scrolling up. Okay. And so this is where it switches from like fade in, fade out to scrolling credits, right? That happens yes, in, in the middle minute. of this, in the middle of this uh, minute. I was about to say week. <laughs> All right. Um, any special credits or things of note that you want to talk about based on the credits here? Um, I wanted to, so there's something called character keys mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure what that was. I assume exactly. that's the, like the, the, um, so when they do character designs, they'll sometimes like code the colors for if they're in shadow or darkness or different lightings and things like that. So I would assume those are keys the same way that in like printing, you would have um, like a key as like a, a distinct color that that you have to match to. Right. Because then there's color models. Mm-hmm. Um, so I looked I would it up think of as, those as being related or similar. Yeah. As much as I as much as I could tell uh, character keys. um so keys help produce um, f- specific frames and, and storyboarding. And so character keys use notes from the director as well as the storyboarding and the notes for the character's personality and staging and acting to help create stuff for the specific frames. So, but I couldn't find much exactly. So you don't know necessarily it. what that is. Is that like drawings or is that notes or memos or or details or yeah i or footage or something i don't know exactly but i, I it, based on what you're describing i would expect more like like this is a notebook of details about this character right this character uh, is timid this character is bold um things that someone who otherwise isn't necessarily like super involved with the film like well, like when you it, get it with this all them, these sorry it talks about them producing the the key frames for for specific characters so I don't. Oh, okay. And so, so that, it might have to because do with then the in betweeners go yeah. in between stuff, and so like yeah, there's also like keyframes and stuff. Yes. Like that. Okay. Based on what you're describing, I thought it was like this is our our key for this character. Like some animator might be stepping in and doing some work on on a character or on a scene, and they're not super involved with the whole process or anything like that, right? Like not everyone's getting yeah. the entire storyboard or the entire script or anything like that. It's like your job is to you know, draw these things that are going to be part of this scene. And it's like, Oh, I don't know who this character is. Give me some information about it, but yeah. maybe it's, it's the like those key frames. Yeah. And the I think gestures that's what and things it's more like, that. like, and then the other one was color models. And so I looked it up and they just use um, red, green, and blue colors to help create other uh, larger ranges of colors for, mm-hmm. for specific. So they're using a, a red, green, blue model. Yeah. Um, for the coloring as opposed to something like a cmyk which would be the like like a um like a color printer uses cmyk i think that's what i think that's what the internet was was telling me that's what i saw and i'm not sure if it was the exact thing that the credit is specifically saying right um but yeah so like red green red green blue um that's the same way that like televisions typically or at least older televisions i don't know what current televisions do um 
but like through emitting light in those ranges, they can yes. create whatever color that you're seeing. Whereas like for printing, they usually use CMYK, which is like a, a dye matching um, system. Yeah. Incidentally, with what I was talking about before, and I could be saying a bunch of stuff that's not like relevant to the animation stuff, but it is relevant to like the world. <laughs> so I'm not totally off base, but like the CMYK stuff um, is, is cyan, yellow, magenta uh, and key, which is the black. Um, ah. And so that's why I thought with key, it being like the reference color uh, kind of okay. thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a pattern for for printing, even um, printing on on like clear plastic. Sometimes they'll use those colors and layering will create an effect. Whereas in light emission, um, the, the red, green, blue is more common. Right. Yeah. And then we have the I just wanted to give another shout out. I mean, he's, he's dead, but Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> he, he. But this is where they give the the the, yeah, the so credit it's based on the. I can't remember what what they said the exactly. Fairy tale. The fairy or the tale. Story. Yeah. Um. By Hans Christian Andersen, and then that's the last thing that then fades, or then it starts scrolling after that. Right, and I know there's some. I'm pretty sure there's some sort of details about like what kinds of credits show up in what way, because they typically have some yes. credits that are you know, on those single cards before they switch to scrolling credits. And I'm pretty sure that has to do with a lot of different factors that's up in Hollywood. So we yeah. don't know all the details and it's probably a little bit different for animation than it is for. And probably for films. different from 30 years ago. Yeah. I'm now. sure that's, that's evolved. Some um, you uh, speaking of different from 30 years ago to now, you have had a big complaint about the credits. You have, I don't want to say whined about it, but you keep telling me how, DVD credits are different from Disney Plus credits. I was going to talk about that tomorrow. Oh, well. Because that's when it gets... Well, gets that'd be next week, actually. Weird. Oh, yeah. Next week, because today's Friday. Um, well, go ahead and talk about it today. All like, right. Because this is, this is the last time that they stay aligned. Yes. So this is the last time that they stay, stay, stay aligned, because then tomorrow, it seems like one of them, I think it's Disney Plus, scrolls faster they scroll at different speeds it seems because then it just it's it's lined up and then at the end of tomorrow's minute or monday's minute sorry at the end of monday's minute this where the dvd our our blu-ray mm -hmm. says that which the is what we've been using as our as a, like our core text is complete is like five seconds off from disney plus and it's I, and I checked and I went through reason. and at this point I went through everything and I was like okay they still have the same like names the same names and the same different sections for credits but somehow it's, it's different I'm sure they're scrolling faster and I I wonder if that has to do with like Disney having the international credits that they always have at the end or on on Disney Plus stuff they Maybe. always have like the the um the language credits um so I wonder if that has something to do with it, if they're trying to save a little bit of time or um, if there's any requirements about how fast or how slow scrolling is supposed to yeah. be taking place and, and things like that. Um, but also it, it does bring to mind the fact that in every, any version or edition of um, a product like this, you, you are going to have slight differences because I think they provide credit for like the format, right? So when it's a Blu-ray, it's going to be slightly different from a DVD set of credits um Which, or like digital processing is going to be a thing like vhs copy is going to be slightly different and and all that, that sort of stuff it, and so disney plus is going to have some differences yeah and the the credits do change between the blu-ray and the 
and the Disney Plus version, um, not just in speed, but in what's credited mm-hmm. on Tuesday's minute. That's when it starts. And changing. so towards the end, I think that's where you start getting some of like the format based credits yes. and, and details. And um, and that's not something that you think about a lot. Like these these credits do change based on like the production or format or distribution of the film. Right. There's yeah. different things that have to be credited. Um, there's people who do work on these films between different versions or different formats, right? Like these additions have actual differences. Yes. Um, yes. So that's something to be aware of. Anything else on the credits themselves? No. Should we talk about the prequel today? Let's talk about the prequel. Um, this is way more recent than the sequel. I, think it's I like feel 2006, like two thousand like six. It feels it feels pretty modern. Um, like the animation has some like like the the i want to call it like the density of the animation feels different it's like they have i mean i'm sure it's like digitally processed and everything but it it feels new enough that i'm like oh like the fineness of the lines or the density of the colors or something is different or or it may have been you know like pretty thoroughly computer processed instead of on film i don't know what was the case for for little mermaid 2 but um ariel's beginnings right is is this prequel film which has got to be pretty close to when Little Mermaid happens, right? It's it's not well, the first, too too many years back. The first chunk of it happens when Ariel's really really young. Yeah, but that's that's but like then a prologue. I think it does happen probably when she's I don't know fourteen, fifteen. Uh, yeah, 13? I guess I don't know exactly because like sure. her character model seems essentially the same. It happens before the tv series it can't happen before the tv series it it happens in place of the tv series yes. because <laughs> she meets flounder in this and in the tv know, series it... we already have her meeting flounder so the... i'm just saying that we have a serious issue here what <laughs> is the canon for the little mermaid we don't know how she meets flounder we don't know we don't well this is a whole separate issue, but we don't know how old her sisters are or what order they're in. No, because it, um, it differs between the TV series and the, the the prequel. Um, but also, with Flounder, like, okay, you you go ahead. So we'll talk about the TV series next week at some point. But with Flounder, between the two of them in the TV series, she meets Flounder when she's at like ten. Yeah, she's like a kid. She's like a kid, and he's a little and guppy. He, he's a little guppy. And that's when he's like, I'm Guppy number 35. And mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to call you Flounder. And But he's still timid and shy and not brave at all. However, in the prequel, they meet when she's like 14, 14 or 15. 15. And he's he's already a, Flounder. He's already Flounder. And he's and not he's, like himself at all. This is, is not brave the same. And like sings out and loud. And he does music. It's like Flounder's not musical he, in the movie. It's very weird it's, it's so weird it's so like, who's weird this guy <laughs> i was like oh she's already met flounder when when he first shows up on on screen because mm-hmm. now they're they're it's grown weird. up and so story for uh ariel's beginnings um in the prologue ariel's mom is crushed to death by a pirate ship that for whatever reason just slams against some rocks this sequence does not make sense. No. But there's a ton of mermaids who are having fun at a little grotto on the surface, not like Ariel's grotto under the sea, but some sort of splash pad up top. And then 
King Triton gives her a music box that gives Athena, Ariel's mom, a music box. Pirate ship shows up and just slams straight into the rocks, crashes because and she's sinks. Tried, because she's tried to go back for that music no, box. No, but that's not why the pirate ship crashes into the rocks. The pirate ship just crashes into the rocks. Nobody did anything to it yeah. to screw it up. It just sinks itself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she goes back to try and get the music box and dies. Yes. Dumb move. Very I'm, dumb. I'm going to say that. Like, <laughs> don't go back for the music box when the pirate ship is about to crush you. You can go back and get it later. Yes. Um, And it's not even like she was captured and then killed or Which or is anything. what we thought that's originally. What, like, that's what the subtext seemed to be. Like, she was killed by humans, not died in an accident. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, Like, I'm going to say it. More her fault than their fault. Absolutely. In this case, like it did seem like the pirates were coming to attack mermaids. Yes. But it just like they just crushed her. Like, I don't know. It's so weird. I don't get it. And then King Triton hates music. And so he goes all footloose on the entire ocean and no music. And then they break the rules. Yeah. And they bring music back. And Flounder is part of that because he's a music-loving rebel who knows how to get into the (laughs) music speakeasy bar where Sebastian is secretly the lounge singer. (laughs) It is so weird, guys. And there's a villain. There is a villain. Is it Marina Del Rey? Yes. Okay. Um, And she has a manatee. She's like the nurse maid governess governess that's the word like more like a governess for for the princesses who Mm -hmm. all sleep in one room even though in the actual movie and 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 tv series they sleep in separate we don't have evidence of them having separate rooms in the movie i don't think they have a shared like bathroom space but that tracks with yeah you're right um but yeah in the in the tv series they definitely have different bedrooms like ariel hides a whale in her 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 room. room yeah maybe this is this is why she doesn't have her own room anymore. It's like, <laughs> no, you can't be trusted. No more whales. You're all sharing a room. Um, and like they're he, King Triton's very strict about the princess's schedule and what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's all and up then to Marina they, Del Rey. They break away. Yeah. And so Marina Del Rey is responsible for like keeping them in check. And she's not very good at it. And I can't remember her exact plot. It's kind of weird. It is very. I don't. I don't. There's some there's some weird sequences. Um, she's like the first mermaid we see who like changes her tail color. Yes. But with when she changes her tail color to what pink? Mm-hmm. She I I I It's only in that and one then song, she, right? She has like wing like Yeah, like like a wing outfit, like wings mm-hmm. coming out from her. That is when I realized she looks a lot like earlier concepts for Ursula. So they may have used some of those early Ursula concepts. Yes. Um to inspire the design for this villain. Yes. Um, I cannot remember what her goal is. She's not trying to take over the kingdom. She's trying to become Triton's most trusted she's, advisor. Yeah, she's trying to take Sebastian's as, as uh, his position. most trusted advisor. And and get Sebastian kicked out. Yeah. Um, and so which she can totally do because he's singing songs at the music speakeasy. Yes. Um <laughs> there's a it is definitely like bootleggers and speakeasy yes. kind of stuff going on. Um, so that is like, I'm not making that up. Like no. Flounder knows the password to get into the secret underwater inside the coral lounge where 
people are playing music and dancing and dancing and singing and stuff. And then Ariel follows him and, and finds Sebastian. And it is, it is quite a musical number. It's pretty fantastic actually. And, and Samuel E. Wright comes back for, yes. for the movie. And so it's good stuff. It's a good performance and everything. It's really weird. It's, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's like the weirdest footloose you've ever seen. Yeah. And then there's a fight sequence at the end. Cause Marina Del Rey has evil eels. Like big eels, like not small big, eels. Big, big eels. Oh, and and Marina Del Rey has the like a really cute um, manatee. Yeah, her her henchman who I was expecting him to break good, yeah, like break away in tournament. It's like no, he's just put upon. Like, I doesn't he end up in jail with her? Yes, but he's so cute. He's super great. I love uh, Benjamin. Benjamin. Benjamin yes, the manatee. He's like he's like like pastel green yeah which is not the color of manatees and also manatees are a mammal so they so can't they stay can't under stay there <laughs> um but they've already had issues but with that i do in the movie. kind of i do kind of love benjamin benjamin's pretty great so great um he's i'm gonna call him the highlight of the film i think so um i would rather watch this again than little mermaid 2 so in my power rankings <laughs> See, Where does it fall for you? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I think I would probably watch Ariel's Beginning more. Like, I'd rather watch it more mm -hmm. than Return to Sea. However, I still love Return to the Sea. That's fine. But with with Benjamin and then the the dance number, I think is is better than the music numbers that were in. Um, Return to the Sea does not have the like second, the really memorable sequel. musical numbers, no. right? Ariel's beginning, like I'm not gonna say they're super memorable, but like I thought they it's were Sebastian was, and stuff, and it's like pretty great. I I guess they're not, but the, this the the yeah, I think the. Ariel, Ariel's, Ariel's beginning. beginning. There's there's some musical numbers and there's oh, some things right. that are. And are I forgot better. to mention they Ariel finds the 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 music box and um and and Triton goes all soft and he's like, okay, music's back in. Yes. Oh, big note. They pay they play a lot of wind instruments for not having any wind. Yes. Like at the beginning of they're like, oh, and everyone loved music. And there's some guy like playing a flute. I'm like, how's he doing that? You can't play a flute underwater. It doesn't work. You didn't have these questions during Under the Sea. Those were fish. <laughs> or and, Kiss and, the Girl. Well, the woodwinds and Kiss the Girl are like reeds from the old mill. Um, and Under the Sea, there's only like two or three like horn-based instruments, right? Like the blowfish blows. That makes sense. It's a blowfish. That's fair. And then there's the weird saxophone guy who is definitely a caricature of something. I Did he appear in the sequel? He did appear. He appears somewhere in it. Not, not the sequel in um in in Ariel's beginnings. That's that saxophone fish that we yes. cannot figure out who it's supposed to yes. be a caricature of. I've looked, guys, like we I've looked, looked so through hard. so many like, OK, famous jazz saxophone is like I cannot place who that's supposed to be. Um, yeah. So if you have a suggestion, I will take it. Also, did, didn't they go to the place where Under the Sea takes place? I think they have the they have something that's set in the, yeah. in the same location. Yeah. Um, so little callbacks are fun like that. Yeah. But anyway, so there's like in Under the Sea, there's only a couple of horns, right? There's not yes. like a lot. And it's and it's not from someone with a human based 
or a human similar anatomy, right? It's from like fish. And it's in like an intense musical number. This is like the story is people play flutes underwater. And I don't get it. I'm sorry. They should have switched it to like one of those harps that you hold in your arm. You know what I mean? Yes. Should have been that. No problems there. (laughs) Right? Percussive instruments make a ton of sense. All right. String instruments make a ton of sense. Kind of. Horns? Not so much. Well, maybe they have special, I shouldn't call it woodwinds, but they, they like wood waters. <laughs> I was going to say water winds is, is not going to be the answer. Wood. Wood, yeah. like um, Something that involves b- water current? bubbles. It, like is a current the equivalent of know. wind in water, right? Like it, when yeah, the water's moving, it's a current. I guess. Right. Or flow. You use either of those. They also talk underwater. They're, they're, no, they're, no fish talk underwater. They use their coral, coral, coral currents instead of wood. <laughs> it's made out of coral, and instead of wind, it's currents. So coral currents. It just <laughs> rolls off the. It just rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Um, do you have anything else you need to say about Ariel's beginnings? No. Okay. Um, anything else in the credits for for this minute? Nope. Or are you you all set? Yes. Okay. Then listeners, that's all we have for you today. We are part of Dueling Genre, and you can find us and many other podcasts at DuelingGenre.com. And there you can also find a link to a Patreon page where you can support all the Dueling Genre productions. We're on Twitter and Instagram at DizMinute, on email as DisneyAnimationMinute at gmail.com, and on Facebook at the Disney Animation Minute Secret Essential Listener Society or Damsels Group. Uh, Be sure to check out uh, MoviesByMinutes.com. That is a great place to see what movies are coming out with new episodes and it is there's there's so many there we are, are so really many. we are rapidly approaching 200 yes um if not crossing it by the time you hear this yeah I, like and also like if you don't see something there also just google it because there are people who are making these that aren't part of like the greater community and if you come across those like tell them to to check out moviesbyminutes.com and and like find the contact information and stuff like get them connected because it it astounds me how many movies we, co- we keep coming across after years and years of this, where there's people who are doing this and they don't know that there's hundreds of others of them, right? They know about like one or two and they're not connecting with us. And like, we all want to be connected. Like a ton yeah. of our guests are from movies by minutes stuff. Like it's a huge there's a, community. There's a movies by minutes, Facebook page and a movies by minutes, Instagram account. And mm-hmm. it, there's a discord. There's um, a discord. I mean, we've had meetups. We we've had two big, we were going to gatherings. have one, I think, in 2020, and then yeah, um, I think that one's probably Philadelphia. I think is the plan. Yeah, the, um, we we've had meetups, we've had gatherings, and 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 we've made friends, and it's super it's great. Really, it's really great. So if if, if you, you want to do one, or if you know someone who is doing one, like make check sure it out. it's all connected. Until next week, and that'll be our last week for this. Oh boy! Thanks for making us part of your world. <laughs>